Hi, and welcome to All I Know Is This, speaking from the heart about life's big questions. My name is Amy Star Redwine, and I am the pastor and head of staff at First Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. And before we get started with today's interview, just give you a little bit of background about what we're doing with this podcast, why we're here. This winter, the church has a gathering, um, and our theme for the gathering is All I Know Is This, Speaking from the Heart About Life's Big Questions. And as the clergy staff has prepared for this, uh, we got into a conversation about discipleship, which is really the topic that we want to focus on at our winter gathering and then into the season of Lent as we prepare for Easter and even beyond. Uh, All of our life of faith is about discipleship, which is about following Jesus and answering the call that uh, Jesus has extended to all of us to follow him, to share the good news of God's love with all the world. When the clergy staff had a conversation about discipleship, um, some really interesting things came out of it that we wanted to share with all of you and thought it might be a way for those of you who are going to join us at the Winter Gathering. And if you haven't signed up yet, you should go to fpcrichmond.org gathering and register. Do it now. Press pause. Come back. Um, we are going to start today by interviewing the inimitable... Mary Kay Collins, Associate Pastor for Congregational Life here at First Presbyterian Richmond. Mary Kay has been a pastor here for 12 glorious years, and her role has evolved somewhat over that time. Um, But since I've only been here for a little less than a year, I'm so grateful for Mary Kay's long tenure, and um, she tells me things daily that I would never know if she wasn't generous enough to share them. So we're excited for her to be our first interviewee, and I'm just going to start with a simple question. What does discipleship mean to you? Well, hello, and (laughs) thank you for having me. And Amy, I I would love for you to keep going on and speaking praise of me, but... um, (laughs) I'm excited to be a part of this podcast, and let me see if I can answer the question as we get started. What does discipleship mean to me? The word discipleship is a word that um, I've known all of my life, and um, I think it's taken some different shapes throughout my life. As a child, um, growing up in a family that was full of ministers, my mom and dad, um, serving the church and young life, I learned that to follow Christ and to be his disciple meant to walk the walk and talk the talk. And I've always said when people have asked, why are you in ministry? I especially said this when I was younger, that my parents walked the walk and talked the talk. So they would stand up and say, Um, God loves you just the way you are and accepts you and um, longs to be in relationship with you. They would say that up on the, from the pulpit or on a stage or in a conference or wherever they were. Um, And then they also lived into that in their daily life. They accepted and loved some pretty 
challenging teenagers, um, especially throughout my life that I got to witness. And that was um, always very meaningful to me that this is the real deal. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. One of the things that we talked about when we initially talked about the topic of discipleship and the reason that it evolved into this title, All I Know Is This, um, is because discipleship is kind of one of those churchy words that I think it's an easy word to use, but sometimes how people understand it can be somewhat vague. So I think there's value in all of us thinking about what does that word mean to us? And I love the walk the walk and talk the talk. So when we think about what it is we know and and give ourselves permission to speak from the heart about some of life's big questions, a question that I would love to hear is, and you've spoken to it a little bit even in your answer about discipleship, but what is a theological concept you learned in your childhood, even if you wouldn't have thought of it as theological then, but something you learned in your childhood about God that has stayed with you? So I um, spent every summer of my life um, from age 2 to 18 at a camp in North Carolina where my father was the camp speaker most of the time. And my sense of sitting up on the mountaintop um, at that camp, and and I experienced it up on that mountaintop, that of God's um, just acceptance and love when I was scared, when I was angry, um, that I just knew that I could, that I was loved in a way that was really different than what my siblings could do for me or what my parents could do for me, that there was just this strong sense of love that um, I knew. Does that answer the question? Yeah. And I think for me, what really resonates about that is I think that's part of what makes your ministry so effective. And you started in this role at First Presbyterian as the associate pastor for pastoral care, and I think so many people have experienced in your ministry that kind of unconditional love and um, acceptance and openness. So um, how about um, one of life's big questions that remains unresolved for you? Okay. Well, one of the things maybe this is still unresolved, but um, that occurred to me from what I've already shared is that um, walking the walk, talking the talk is so important because I remember um, as a child learning about some Christians who, in my opinion, uh, were not showing unconditional love and there was not acceptance. And um, and that was really confusing to me and because what I was learning was that there was acceptance, and that's what it was all about. And so I kind of found myself in my um, evangelism of sorts, being able to really reach out to those who would otherwise um, stay as far away from the church as they could because they didn't think they would be accepted. And I can picture the kids in my high school who I would hang out with hang out in some seedy places even, and um, wanted more than anything for them to know that they were loved and that they were accepted just as they were and that the message that they might be hearing from or that they were hearing, some of them told me, that they were not um, 
God's children um, was wrong and that they were loved. So that's always been really, I mean, showing God's grace um, and not letting the church tell somebody that they're not loved has been really important to me. So I'm listening and what you're saying for the unresolved question. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I heard it. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't an unresolved question in that, was it? That's right. <laughs> um, what is my unresolved? I think my, I, and so it's an unresolved question and it's a frustration mm-hmm. of mine. I, so I guess those can match up, but how come people in the church are um, determining um, that they know God's way and and who who is in and who is out and um, my you know theological background and understanding and study comes to a different place that there is you know that we we are called to love one another um, and not I don't so the unresolved piece is who gets to decide who's not loved and to me it is very frustrating mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that there are some who are um, put out by the church. Yeah, that's a big question mm. and unresolved for me, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I can relate. So, Mary Kay, are you going to go to FPC's Winter Gathering? I am going to go to FPC oh. Winter Gathering, but I haven't signed up yet, Amy. You so. need to get to the website and register. What was that link? fpcrichmond.org slash gathering. Okay, I will do that today. And do you know Pam Drizel? I do know Pam Drizel. She was um, the pastor for my parents and my sister in Atlanta when she was serving at Trinity Presbyterian. And a lot of my friends know Pam as well, and I've had the chance to get to know her myself. Well, that's great. And uh, Pam and I have had several times when our lives have intersected. She was the young life leader when I was in high school. And then we landed in seminary together for a year. We overlapped. And then, and now we're in a pastor's group together. So I get to see her once or twice a year and she's wonderful. And I'm so excited for what she's going to bring. What are you most looking forward to about the gathering? I am looking forward to the opportunity for our church to do something like this. We haven't done anything like this, particularly since I've been here. And I think um, it'll just be nice to gather at Roslyn for the day and to be over here for dinner on Friday night and then also for worship. And I'm certainly looking forward to uh, listening to Pam and having a chance to have some reflections with uh, folks about that that weekend when, when she's here. Great. Well, nobody asked me, but I'm really looking forward to the Friday night Valentine's dinner, and our own Chef Jason is going to cook us a fabulous meal. I don't know. Derek and I always go back and forth about what to do on Valentine's Day, so it's hard to get a reservation somewhere, and it seems like everybody's out to dinner, so it's nice. We'll have an excuse to have Valentine's Day another time, but to right. spend a nice evening with folks at the church. And and that weekend's going to set up some more conversations that will be happening in worship about 
All I know is this. And there's some more podcasts coming. There is some more podcasts coming. We will be interviewing, well, I'll be interviewing um, the Reverend Janet LeGros, um, our covenant pastor, and Wilson Kennedy, who is our ministry associate for youth and young adults. And hopefully we'll interview some other folks in the congregation as well. So if you're listening to this and thinking you might like to have this conversation um, on a podcast, then I'd love to to talk to you about it. So let if me know. You're, um, if you're feeling intimidated because I've raised the bar so high this <laughs> time sure with are. this podcast, um, you can come and talk to me and I'll give you some lessons. But um, And some unconditional love. And some unconditional love, for sure. And we are really grateful. I am really grateful that you were willing to be our first interviewee mm-hmm. and the guinea pig and um, look forward to being back with Janet and Wilson soon. Go register for the gathering. Bye. That's a wrap. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs>